Our first bhajan is Takorutuma Jainaiya on page 155. O oh Lord, I have taken refuge in you. Since I have seen you, the doubts of my mind have vanished. Without saying, you knew my pain and problems. You made me meditate on your nam. By singing your praise, my sorrows are ended, and I happily sing your qualities. Holding my hand, you have pulled me out of the deep pit of attachment and maya. Nanak says, the master has broken my fetters, and he has united this separated one with God. O oh Lord, I have taken refuge in you. A budget of Guru Arjuns on page 155. Pure tuma sharanaiya ta kure tuma sharanaiya ta kure tuma sharanaiya ta kure tuma sharanaiya utra gaya mere Sharanaya, ta 
taken refuge in you. And our second bhajan is a bhajan of Sanchi's on page 240. Sawan the emperor came to this world. He made a ship of Nam. Come all who want to get across. He is the divine light. How can I sing his qualities? He belongs to Guru Jamal Singh and he glorified his name. After taking the Nam from the Satguru, he assumed the way to liberate the souls. The place you cast your glance at becomes prosperous. If you have mercy, even the roasted seeds can sprout. You yourself managed the work of this garden. He came and grew a garden of spirituality everywhere. After planting the plants everywhere, he made Kirpal the gardener. He the, giverner, he, the giver, reached Sachkhand and started the great custom of satsang. You change your body from time to time in every age. Your nam is merciful and forgiving. Ajayb has walked to your door. Give him the treasure of the shabd. O oh, giver, no one knows my name. All this play is created by you. Sawan the emperor came to this world. He made a ship of Nam. Come all who want to get across. A bhajan of Sanchis on page 240. 
जागते सावन शाय जागते उस नाम दाजे जब नीने पार लंगना सावन शाय जागते भग परमारात दारी ही दुनिया आखे लाया भूते लाके हार था माली हार किरफाला बेटाया भग परमारात दारी दुनिया थे आखे लाया भूते लाके हार थे माली हार किरपाया आप सच खंड जाए के नाथा जी आप सच खंड जाए के सत संगता में हाथ मजलाया जिने पार लंगना सावन शाह जागते सावन शाह जागते उस नाम दाजे जब नया जिने पार लंगना सावन शाह जागते जुग जुग चोल बदल तेरा नाम बाक शिंद मेर बाना आ गया जायब चल खे देवी शब्द पंतार खजाना जुग जुग चोल बदल तेरा नाम बाक शिंद मेर बाना आ गया जायब चल खे देवी शब्द बंदार खजाना मेरे कोई नाने जहंदा नाथाची मेरे कोई नाने जहंदा सब तर ये कैलर चाहया जिने पार लंगना सावन शाह जागते सावन शाह जागते उस नाम दाजे हाजपनाया जिने पार लंगना सावन शाह 
Maya Jagate. So when the emperor came to this world, he made a ship of Nam. Come, all who want to get across. This first reading is a short conversation with Master Kripal Singh that took place in March of 1971. I'm reading from the book, The Light of Kripal, where this exchange was given the title, Sweet Remembrance. And the disciple asks the Master, how can I develop love for you, Master? And Master says, love for me or the God in me? For whom would you like? And the disciple answers, for the God in you. And Master Kripal says, that's all right. That's good. That is within you too. The more you come in contact with him, love will overflow. You see, love will overflow. Constant remembrance or sweet remembrance also helps. The God in me is also the God in you. Only here it is a little more, what do you say, exorbitant. Simply turn your face there. You will find it. The more you come in contact within, you will overflow with love and outwardly have sweet remembrance. When you remain in contact with the God into expression power within you, that very power which is word made flesh, naturally love will flow. Outwardly have sweet remembrance, you see. The diary is for that purpose. Every time confession is there, every time you say, oh, you remember. So he is there your true friend who will never leave you until the end of the world. There should be some excuse to remember, that's all. I told you the other day that an old lady at the ashram who was unlearned also asked to keep to maintain the diary form and every morning bowed down offering flowers and worshiping the diary form. So after seven or eight days, I asked, What do you find? She replied, Master is within me, walking with me. So it is some excuse for sweet remembrance. It may be anything. There was once one Radna who was very fond of spirituality. Radna also loved Lord Krishna and Lord Krishna loved her. Once Krishna's nails made a scratch on her hand. After a year, Radna was keeping that alive, always scratching so that it may not be healed. When it healed a little, she would scratch it again. After a year, Krishna asked her, what is that? Oh, this is the remembrance of your scratch. I have been keeping it always alive. Some, some excuse for remembrance. After a year, a little scratch, 
an ordinary thing. So some, some excuse for remembrance. Photos are only for remembrance. <clears throat> when one disciple meets with another disciple, that remembrance has a boost, does it not? <clears throat> when one disciple meets with another disciple, then his Guru Bhakti devotion to the Master is developed. <clears throat> because both of them... When one disciple meets with another disciple, then his Guru Bhakti devotion to the Master is developed. Because both are of the same idea, remembering the same thing. When they are both together, then they remember something. <coughs> when two married women who enjoy the worldly life sit together, they speak excitedly in high tones, you see. It's something like that. This is a bad example, of course, but still. When the disciples sit together and have the sweet remembrance of the Master, they talk of that sweetness, this and that thing. Love will overflow. Do you follow? It is a matter of the heart, not of the head. Mind that. So spirituality is not of the head, not of the intellect. Although intellect may be able to explain so many things. Years and years ago, I read the event just given of Lord Krishna's life. That scratch was an excuse for sweet remembrance. Once my master gave me a Kashmiri cloak, a very valuable cloak. He also gave some very good bedding, very well decorated. He sent for me and called me into his room. When I was there, he wore the cloak himself first, then took it off and gave it to me. I have kept that cloak with me still. Then another time, he gave me very good bedding, very ornamental. But before he gave them to me, he kept them over his head. These are tokens of love, you see. Love knows no law. In Gandhi's time, people loved him. Once there was one handkerchief, a very ordinary handkerchief. He said, all right, who will have it? And at an auction, that small handkerchief sold for 5,000 rupees. So it was a very costly handkerchief, but it was a token of love. And this is Sanchi's message on the anniversary of Master Kirpal Singh's birth. This message is dated February 6, 1980. And Sanchi says, Dear brothers and sisters, today is the birth anniversary of our great Master Kirpal Singh Ji. Fortunate were the souls who came in contact with Almighty Kirpal and more fortunate were the souls who got initiation into the path of the Masters by him. Today we are all celebrating the day when he came into the human body to take the lost souls back home. Those who had contact with Master Kirpal and those who got initiation from him and those who remember him now, 
they are all celebrating this day in one or another way. Why do we celebrate birthdays? This is a question which can be answered by any man by simply saying, to make that person happy whose birthday we are celebrating and to please him. You know that on birthdays we have a birthday cake, we sing happy birthday to the person whose birthday we are celebrating, and then we eat and become merry and do such things which make us happy. That is the way worldly people celebrate birthdays, to make themselves happy. This celebration is of the physical plane. As long as Master Kripal was on the physical plane, all his children celebrated his birthday like this and in that way they were gaining his pleasure. But now, since he is not on the physical plane, and he has gone to the inner planes, he has gone back to his home, how do we have to celebrate his birthday? Now the need of the hour is to obey his commandments and to go within, and after meeting him, celebrate his birthday. Since he is in the inner planes, we should all go into the inner planes if we want to make him happy. Just doing the satsangs and watching his movies, making a big bandara, preparing good food and distributing it among the satsangis, and doing all sorts of outer things will no doubt please him, but not so much as he should be pleased. Master Kripal expects a lot from all his children. When he was on the physical plane, he gave and gave. Those who were receptive to his grace, they all received according to their receptivity. Now the time has come for us to go within and receive his grace. So, dear brothers and sisters, I hope that in this birthday message you have understood my message, that if we want to please our Almighty Father, and if we want to celebrate his birthday in the true sense, we must all go within, and meeting him should celebrate his birthday. Nowadays this world is facing a lot of tension. Everywhere you will find tension. And in this suffering world, Master Kripal came to save his children, to save his souls. We should remember his mission on the earth, and as he wanted, we should become the conscious co-workers of the divine plan. On this auspicious day, let us all make a promise to him that we will all love each other, and we will all try our best to go within and meet him there. The path of the masters is not long. It seems long because faith is not so strong in the dear ones. If we have complete faith in the master, and if we surrender ourselves to the Master completely, then we can celebrate Hazur Maharaj Kripal's next birthday in Sachkhand, in our true home, in his presence. This will please him more than anything else. I send all my love and best wishes to all the dear ones with the hope that they will understand this message and will follow the request of this poor fakir. With all his love, in his sweet remembrance, yours affectionately, Ajay Singh.
in this last reading is Master Kripal Singh's, a talk Master Kripal Singh gave that's been given the title, Celebrate a True Birthday. And Master begins by saying, we think that the day that we came into this world is our birth. In truth, it is a day of congratulations for those souls who have risen from the lower species to the human birth. But for, the, but for those who come from a higher circle, birth into the world is like entering a prison. However, it is a good prison for the latter, as they rule over all the 8,400,000 species. In this human form, a man can realize God. When the people gathered around Christ on one occasion, he said, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus, who was a learned lawyer and much respected for his knowledge, asked, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be reborn? And Jesus answered, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Art thou a messenger of Israel, and knowest not these things? The soul has to take birth after freeing itself from the outer prison to enter the home of God. <clears throat> With great emphasis, Christ repeated, Ye must be born again. So to be born in what is called a body, a physical form, is like entering a prison. But it is God's will that we come, and he knows best. From the physical level, one can say that February 6th is my birthday, but I do not know about it. My, my parents told me this, so it might be possible. Does anyone remember when he was born? I think you will not find one man who remembers the event. All have just heard about it. A man is born every day. Sleep at night is the younger sister of death. This is what the Quran says. Every night man dies, and in the morning he is born. Ever since he entered this physical form, we daily go through birth and death. The only difference between this death this daily death and the final death is that because of our pralabda or destiny karmas the silver cord cannot be broken until we have taken the allotted number of breaths <clears throat> so what is a true birth it is to be born in a guru's in the master's home So what is a true birth? It is to be born in the master's home, which frees us from this wheel of birth and death in the world. When Guru Nanak was asked, when did you finish your births and deaths, he replied, the day I took birth in my guru's home, I ended my coming and going in this world. For most people, this cycle never finishes. My true birth 
was in May 1917, the day that I left my body and traveled the heavens with Hazor. When I met my master physically and sat at his feet, the month was February. The day was Basant Panchmi, a religious festival day which opens the season of the sown fields starting to burst into bloom. I think, therefore, that this day you are celebrating is not really a day for celebration. It was just a day when the soul entered the world to perform some allotted work. A true birth is when the soul leaves the body and travels to higher planes and is able to return at will. Does celebrating a birthday mean merely to pay one's respects to a person? or to show happiness, or to light candles, or to eat and drink? No, brothers, it is not any of these. The true birthday is when you are born in your guru's home. One kind of birth is to be born in the physical form, and the other, the true one, is to be born above. We are confined in a prison with nine doors. Forgive me, but can, can you tell me if this is a birth or a prison? When we release ourselves from these nine doors, that is indeed a birth. If you want to celebrate a spiritual master's birthday, there is only one way, and that is to take up whatever he has learned. That would be a true celebration. Whenever masters come, people should learn whatever they have learned. When masters come, what is their work? They tell us to know God, create a love for God, reunite with God, return to your true home from where you came. This is their work. To celebrate a birthday in the true manner, one should revive the age-old teaching, which is still with us, but has been forgotten. Masters come with as much knowledge as God has given them, and they in turn give freely of whatever they have to lift the seekers to the same level as themselves. They tell us, there is a God, and you can, exper you can have experience of him. When? You must be reborn, when you rise above the body and become a conscious co-worker in the divine plan. Then there is something. The senses are like windows from which the soul looks out to take the impressions from outside. And so wherever the senses drag, drag its attention, it goes without any control. This is how from birth through our whole life, we go on filling the heart's reservoir. We dream of the world by day, and when we sleep, we even talk about the world in our dreams. So when can we realize God? when the soul forsakes the companionship of the mind. It is actually a servant of the mind. It goes wherever the senses drag it, the senses in turn being dragged by the various outer enjoyments. All this amounts to the reason why we have not returned to the lap of the Lord since we came here. If we had not succumbed to these influences, we would be something other than what we are. The masters repeatedly impress upon us their invaluable advice. 
There is a story of a shepherd who found a lion cub and brought him up with the sheep. He started eating grass and bleeding, bah, bah, like a sheep. One day a lion passed nearby and was amazed to see the young lion amidst the sheep behaving as one of them. He called him over and told him, You are the son of a lion. The cub replied, No, no, I am a sheep. With great concern, the lion took the cub to a pond of still water and pointing to the reflection asked, Do we not resemble each other? Now roar like me. When the cub roared loudly, the shepherd and the sheep ran away in fear, leaving the lions alone, lords of the country. The God realized men, the masters say, you are the children of God. You are soul, all consciousness, but are under the control of the mind, the shepherd, and outgoing faculties, the sheep. You are the giver of strength to the mind and outgoing faculties, but are being controlled by them. We are all brothers and sisters in God, but are in deep forgetfulness, as if we are trapped in a well and cannot get out, going wherever the attention goes, falling again and again. <coughs> Why do the masters continue to come to this world? To awaken the souls and take them back to their true home because the soul belongs in God. When the soul, realizing its imprisonment in the body, becomes greatly afflicted and grieved with the separation from the Lord, then its anguished cry, its anguished cry rings out, Where is God? although ironically it resides in that very form which is the temple of God. <clears throat> the man-body flourishes as long as its companion is with it. When the companion leaves, unto dust it doth return. The body can retain its glory only as long as we, the soul, are in it. It was the very first companion we had when we came into the world, but forgetting the truth, we followed the illusion, and so mistook it for our true identity. Now we have to suffer our actions, because we are attached to the mind, and only by getting untied from this association can we become free from the results of the karmas, reactions of the past actions. <clears throat> Rishis and Munis, the holy men, have called the human birth the land of actions. In the Quran, it is written that this is the field of tomorrow. Oh, Tulsi, one tastes the fruit of whatever one has sown. <clears throat> we are at the mercy of our actions, and whatever we do sets up an action-reaction. Good actions bring good reactions. Bad actions, bad reactions. In the Gurbani, the sayings of the Sikh gurus, it is written, Do not blame others, but blame your own past actions. <clears throat> Brothers, do not blame anyone. You got this human form as a result of your pralabdha karma, karmas. It is the good fruit of your past. Whatever you have to give and take from the past lives must be accounted for now.
You have to take from some people and give to others. Sometimes when giving something to a certain person, such warmth of love swells up from within the heart. And yet on another occasion, one gives with hatred and with reluctance. This is reaction from the past. Someone is rich, another poor. Some are masters, other servants. In all, there are six things over which man has no control. <clears throat> Life, death, poverty, riches, honor, and dishonor. These are all beyond our control. <clears throat> when I was working in my office, there was a typist who during the 1914 to 1918 war went to Persia. They wanted to create a new accountant general's post there. But because of the war, there was a shortage of qualified accountants. So the typist, who had just arrived there with little knowledge of accounts, was given the office of the new accountant general. This clearly shows that there was some impetus from past actions behind the event. We have no control over this kind of thing. If one puts one's hand into clay, it can turn into gold and put into gold, it can turn into clay. For another example, it sometimes happens that one very clever and experienced man and an illiterate, inexperienced man both start businesses. And the inexperienced man succeeds while the experienced man goes bankrupt. This indicates the reactions of the past are making, the pe are making people go helplessly along in life with very little control over what happens. In Guru Nanak's Japji it is written, you have no power to ask or to give, no power over wealth or state. Christ told us, as ye sow, so shall ye reap. However, in this human form, we can do that, we can do that through which we shall not return to the world again. There are three types of action. First, those which we do every day. Second, those through which we got a human form and present circumstances. And third, those which are in store and have not yet borne fruit. During this human life, we should make sure that we do not sow any new seeds. Whatever was done in the past will have to be harvested. There is no escape from that. Tulsi Saab said, whatever has been made is already made. You cannot change it into something different. <clears throat> when Tulsi thinks of this, his mind is at peace. Masters are never worried, for they can see the laws working. Now that our fate has brought us here, how can we make the best use of this human life? We should not sow any more seeds. Whatever happens in life due to past actions should be born with cheerfulness. Happiness and unhappiness will come, but one should never be disheartened. <clears throat> the great spiritual leaders also go through similar experiences. 
but without suffering the pinching effects. My master used to say, you cannot clear up all the thorns which you yourself have spread in your path, but you can wear heavy boots for protection. The task of saving ourselves from the reactions in store for us should be seriously considered, for only in the human form do we have any chance of rendering them inactive. <clears throat> the saints who come, forgive me, but they also leave the body at death. They also get riches or poverty, but they always avoid those actions which will cause reactions. <clears throat> One great spiritual master, Ravidas, was a poor cobbler who lived on whatever he earned from his work. Mirabai was a princess and also a queen by marriage, but she accepted him as her guru. One day she was very sad, thinking of her master making shoes and living in such a simple manner. So she offered him a very valuable ruby, saying, Master, have a good house. Have a good ho house made with this and live comfortably. The master refused to accept it, but on her insistence agreed and told her to put it somewhere. Finding no better place, she put it in a hole in the wall which served as a shelf. <clears throat> on returning to him after about one year for his holy darshan, she saw that he was still mending and making shoes in the same small hut. She said, Master, I left a valuable ruby here for your use. What happened? He replied, It must be where you left it. God realized people do not live on gifts from others, but from... Another great saint, Kabir Saab, was a poor weaver, although he had kings among his disciples. King... Abraham Adim was one of his followers. Nevertheless, Kabir Saab earned his living by his loom. <clears throat> Great masters like Kabir Saab, Ravi Das, and others not only feed the soul with the bread of life, but will make the seeker a conscious co-worker of the divine plan. They release the soul from the mind and senses and make it powerful. On the spiritual health depends the life of mind and body both. If the soul is fed with spiritual food, one becomes unaffected by the reactions of life. How do the masters give food to the soul? By pulling it above its casing of mind and senses and connecting it with God. Where is this God? He is the very soul of our soul. At present, the soul is completely identified with the body and the world and is scattered outwardly in many directions. It has to withdraw from the outer things and rise above the senses. We have taken birth in this body, which has two parts, one up to the eyes, the other above the eyes. Although we have wandered very far from our true home, if we leave the lower body and go to the upper part, we get nearer to the truth. <clears throat> so a true master, 
So a true master raises the soul up from the body and opens the inner eye to see the light of God, which is the bread and water of life. The soul then starts seeing in truth that he is not the doer, that the Lord within is doing everything, and he gains great strength. Guru Nanak says, I can do nothing of my own, but only whatever are God's wishes. When Nanak starts obeying his orders, the eyehood does not remain. By coming across a true master, the accounts are wound up in this way. Masters themselves ask, why do we have to go to a spiritual master? And then reply, because he will wind up all the actions. The whole of creation is throbbing and resounding under the beat of action. How does the guru free the soul? How can we be saved from the outer impressions when all the windows in the body are open to receive greedily from outside? Masters sometimes give small examples to help us to understand the facts. One master said that if one is pushed into a room full of black mascara, no matter how careful one may be, one cannot escape from getting some black stains somewhere. Another master says, It is a very peculiar situation. You have thrown a plank of wood in the river and made me sit on it, and now you tell me not to get my clothes wet. Oh, brothers, how is it possible to stay dry? The senses are permitting the outer impressions to flood through them every day to settle inside. How can one save oneself? The masters say, make a hole in the top and escape from there. This is the only way. You must be reborn. One birth has been taken in this body, and now another must be taken above the body, where the bread and water of life are available. When one has become the conscious co-worker of the divine plan, all past actions, sanchit karmas, those in store are erased, finished. If the person who was tasting the actions is not there, then who is there to taste them and be responsible? When there is eyehood, one must receive the results of one a- one's actions. A man may state, I am not the doer, but within the folds of his heart he cannot believe this and continues to consider he is doing everything, thereby holding responsibility for his actions and the reactions to follow. If he becomes a conscious co-worker of the divine plan and knows that he does only that which God wills, how can he be burdened by any action? Because the soul does not remember the truth, whatever impressions go into the astral give cause for it to return to the world continuously. Everyone should understand this very important fact. If we do anything that brings the attention of the world upon us, every pore of our being gets filled with such great ego that we, became, we become full of pride and egoism. Without a master, we cannot get connected to the truth. And without that, we are just leather tanners. A leather tanner's attention is always on the leather. If we do not rise above the body consciousness, 
We can be ranked as a tanner, with our attention constantly at the level of the body. You must have heard of King Jana. He wanted self and God-realization very much. He spread the news all over India that he wanted a spiritual master who could give him true spiritual knowledge in as much time as it takes to mount a horse. Of course, everyone was astonished to hear this, for they thought it was impossible. How could anyone teach spirituality, such a vast subject, in that short space of time? After the announcement, Ashtavakra came to the king's palace and said that he could give the king the knowledge he required. Ashtavakra's body was twisted into eight different deformities. Asht means eight, and Abakra means twisted. He was a Brahmgyani, which means he had knowledge of the beyond. He approached the king in all confidence, for whosoever holds mastership in any field has confidence in his own ability. <coughs> take, for example, a laundryman who will take even the dirtiest clothes, knowing that if not the first time, then with two or three washes, he will make them clean. A spiritual master also knows with full confidence that by self-analysis, he can clean up a person's sins of the ages. When Ashtavakra sat down on the dais in King Janak's court, the many courtiers who were present burst out laughing. There were two reasons for this. It seemed an impossible task for anyone to undertake, and on top of that they could not imagine that this strange-looking man with such peculiar deformities could have any special powers. Undaunted, Ashtavakra asked the king, Your Majesty, do you want the knowledge of the beyond? The king replied, Yes, Master. Then said Ashtavakra, Why have you collected these tanners and cobblers around you whose attention is only on my skin and not on my soul? Now you understand what this means? We are all children of God. We are all micro-gods. But unfortunately, we have forgotten ourselves, being given up to outer symbols and appearances. Tulsisab says, The poor and oppressed got salvation by sitting at a master's feet. The highborn paid the penalty of their pride. Those who sit at a master's feet with full attention get his protection. But people of position, high caste, or possessing riches, because of their pride, get death only. Other masters like Potusab have said this in similar words. Even in the countless holy books, one can read that only through love and devotion can one realize God. To describe the facts in a few words, one can say that the lowest caste of all is the one in who in which those souls are not connected to God. That man is an emperor, and the richest of all, who is connected with the truth. We are talking of a true master, whose daily work is to raise the souls of the seekers above the body consciousness with one glance. With one glance. It matters not if there are 10, 20, 100, 500, 1,000, or any number of people sitting. Each one's attention will be drawn up to this level. When a true master accepts a seeker, 
who then sits at the master's feet. He winds up the past karmas of the initiate by drawing a line. He then advises that in the present life, the future should be improved by speaking the truth, observing chastity, having love for all beings as God is in all, practicing nonviolence, and doing selfless service to benefit others. This advice is like drawing a second line, which one should not overstep. They do not touch the pralabdha, otherwise death would come at that very moment but they make the soul strong by feeding it the bread and water of life, that this world's happiness and unhappiness may have little effect. If you want this, you can have it for the asking. Your whole angle of vision will change. The past karmas will get burned up through daily contact with the truth. So we have all been born in this human body but from today be born anew. Up to today you have lived, but from now on live above the body consciousness. The day that you did the day that you do this will be a day for congratulations. And that day I myself will congratulate you a thousand times. This is a true birthday, and only then may you truly rejoice and celebrate a day of birth. I congratulate those who are already on this path, and they can celebrate the Master's birthday only if they have well learned what he has taught and are living up to his teachings. If they are so doing, I will accept their congratulations not once, but a thousand times. If this work is not done, then what is the use of celebrating by singing and playing music? What I am telling you today is no new thing. For these teachings have been, have been given out by all masters in the past, but again and again they are forgotten. So they continue to come to revive the old, old truth. Whatever I have learned is through the grace of my master, or the God within him, or through the parallel study of religions. You should take all these things deep into your heart and bring them into practical use every day then your coming to this world will be worthy of congratulations. And the tape we're hearing is a farewell talk that Sanchi gave in February of 1997. सब प्रेमियों के बड़े प्यारे मिठे गुरु प्यार परे भजन है बड़ा दिल खुश होया सानू पता है के गल ना करन यार दी जिथे ओ सवा दुकार नहीं जिथे आप दे परम प्यारे भी कोई गल ना करे ओ समाज बैठने गुना है उसी देख लो जिदे नाल थोड़ा प्यार होवे उन्हें गल्ला सुन दिया दिन रात ना जी अक्के ना थके ना टाइम दे पता लगे के कद वीर गया है किने रीत दा है 
very good the bhajan sung by all the dear ones were very good very sweet full of the love of the master and i like them very much <clears throat> the place where your beloved is not talked about that congregation that meeting is not acceptable to us you know the place where they don't talk about our beloved we don't like to go there and it is like a sin to attend such a meeting where the beloved is not remembered and the beloved is not talked about when we talk about our beloved one we do not know that how the time went by how the time passed either we feel the boredom nor do we feel tired we never feel exhausted and we never remain aware that how long it has been that we have been talking about the beloved चेहरियो बड़ी अचंभे की बात है सावन के चरणों में मैं भी बचपन तो जाना है जाता रहा है उठी परमात्मा कृपाल सी मैं इन्हों के काफी सारे भजन जो ताई जी जाके सुनाई हिंदी सी मैं सुन का मौका मिलया लेकिन ये नहीं पता सी जिसका भजन बोली का है इसने ही मेरी आत्मा ठंड बरतानी है in the feet of master baba saun singh ji since my childhood and master kripal singh was also over there and even though i had heard many bhajans written by master kripal singh which were sung by tai ji but at that time i did not know that these bhajans these words are written by that great master who is going to bring the coolness to my heart later on in the future mainu parmatma saavan de neede ho ke बड़ा देख का मौका मिलया है उन्होंने चरणों के वगत करने का मौका मिलया है प्यार बच्चों की तरह I got many opportunities to come very close to Master Saman Singh and to see him from very close. And just like a child, I got many opportunities to touch his feet. And I got many privileges, many opportunities to come very close to Master Saman Singh and hear him. Maharaj Saman Singh da pyar jo ho. जिड़ी The love which Master Saman Singh Ji used to pour out and give to the dear ones was beyond any description. It cannot be described in the words. And when he would laugh, he would <coughs> laugh in such a way that it would feel that as if his whole body is laughing, and the flowers. It 
always would seem like the flowers were coming out of his mouth when he was laughing. Many times he would attract the souls with his smiles and with his laughs. Many times he would attract the souls by his walking. Many times he would be talking to someone else, but someone else would be feeling the intoxication.
ਗੁਰੂ ਸਿੱਖ ਦਾ ਜੋ ਰਿਸ਼ਤਾ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਨੇ ਖੁਦ ਜੋੜਿਆ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਕਿਸੇ ਇਨਸਾਨ ਦਾ ਜੋੜਿਆ ਹੋਇਆ ਨਹੀਂ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਨੇ ਕਿਹਾ ਹੈ ਸੱਚਾ ਸਾਖ ਟੁੱਟਦਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਕਰਤਾਰ ਭਗਵਾਨ ਨੇ ਜੋੜਿਆ ਹੋਇਆ ਹੈ ਗੁਰੂ ਸਿੱਖ ਦਾ ਰਿਸ਼ਤਾ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਇੰਨੇ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਿ ਅਸੀਂ ਦੋ ਦਿਨ ਮਿਲੇ ਫੇਰ ਭੁੱਲ ਗਏ ਪਿਆਰਿਓ ਗੁਰੂ ਕਦੇ ਵੀ ਨਾਮ ਦੇ ਕੇ ਆਪ ਵੀ ਪਿਆਰੀਆਂ ਆਤਮਾ ਨੂੰ ਭੁੱਲਦਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੁੰਦਾਗਾ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਨੇ ਕਿਹਾ ਸੀ ਭੁੱਲਣ ਅੰਦਰ ਸਭ ਕੋ ਉਪੁੱਲ ਗੁਰੂ ਕਰਤਾਰ ਪਿਆਰਿਓ ਦੋ ਤਾਕਤਾਂ ਹਨ ਜੋ ਉਪੁੱਲ ਹਨ ਜਿੰਨਾ ਆਤਮਾ ਨੂੰ ਨਾਮ ਦਿੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਭੁੱਲਣਾ ਤਾਂ ਕੀ ਸੀ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਵਸਾਰਦੇ ਵੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਦੂਰ ਨੇੜੇ ਮਾਤਾ ਦੇ ਬੱਚੇ ਨਾਲ ਵੀ ਉਹ ਜਿਆਦਾ ਸੰਭਾਲ ਕਰਦੇ ਹੈ ਇੱਥੋਂ ਤੱਕ ਆਪਦੇ ਸੇਵਕਾਂ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਹਮੇਸ਼ਾ ਅਰਦਾਸ ਕਰਦੇ ਹੈ ਗੁਰੂ ਗੋਬਿੰਦ ਸਿੰਘ ਨੇ ਕਿਹਾ ਸੀ ਸੁਖੀ ਵਸੇ ਮੋਰੋ ਪਰਵਾਰਾ ਸੇਵਕ ਸਿੱਖ ਸਵਾ ਕਰਤਾਰਾ ਏ ਭਗਵਾਨ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਮੈਂ ਨਾਮ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਹੈ ਇਹੀ ਮੇਰਾ ਪਰਿਵਾਰ ਹੈ ਇਹੀ ਮੇਰੀ ਫੈਮਿਲੀ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਸਾਰੇ ਸੁਖ ਚਾਰ ਦਿਨ ਜ਼ਿੰਦਗੀ ਦੇ ਸੁਖ ਦੇ ਵੀ ਕੱਢਣ ਔਰ ਨਾਮ ਜਪ ਕੇ ਇਹ ਆਦੀ ਆਤਮਾ ਨੂੰ ਵੀ ਸੁਖ ਸ਼ਾਂਤੀ ਦੇਣ ਸੋ ਡੀਅਰ ਵਨਸ ਆਈ ਇੰਜੋਇਡ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਟਿੰਗ ਵਿਦ ਆਲ ਆਫ ਯੂ ਥਿਸ ਪਾਸਟ ਵੀਕ ਐਂਡ ਯੂ نو ਥੈਟ ਦ ਰਿਲੇਸ਼ਨਸ਼ਿਪ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਵਿਦ ਦ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਇਜ਼ ਮੇਡ ਬਾਈ ਲਾਰਡ ਆਲਮਾਈਟੀ ਹਿਮਸੈਲਫ ਐਂਡ ਇਟ ਕੈਨ ਨਾਟ ਬੀ ਬ੍ਰੋਕਨ ਨੋ ਪਾਵਰ ਨੋ ਵਨ ਕੈਨ ਬ੍ਰੇਕ ਥਿਸ ਰਿਲੇਸ਼ਨਸ਼ਿਪ ਵਿਚ ਹੈਜ਼ ਬੀਨ ਫਾਰਮਡ ਬਿਟਵੀਨ ਦ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਐਂਡ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ because it is not that after you go from your the relationship is over guru nanak sahib says that the true relation the true relationship never breaks because the creator himself has made this relation so <coughs> the masters always remember their disciples guru nanak sahib says that there are only two powers which do not forget anything one is lord almighty and another is the master everything else is forgetful but the master and lord almighty are not the forgetful ones after giving us the initiation they never forget us what to talk about forgetting us they never even go away from us they are always with us they always look at us and they always take care of us just like a mother takes care of the child in the same way the masters always take care of their disciples guru gobind singh had said that all the masters always make the prayers they always request to lord almighty for the well being of their disciples guru gobind singh had said that oh lord <coughs> may all my disciples live in comfort and peace all the disciples all my family members they understand all the initiates whom they have initiated as their family members and that is why they always request they always pray to lord almighty that they are my family members and i wish i pray for them that they may live in this world whatever time they have in this world they may live comfortably they may live happily and also they would do the meditation of the shabad naam so that they may return to their real ਪਿਆਰਿਓ ਸੁਆਮੀ ਜੀ ਦੇ ਚਰਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਇੱਕ ਪ੍ਰੇਮੀ ਮਹੀਨੇ ਤੋਂ ਦਰਸ਼ਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਆਉਂਦੇ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਉਹਦਾ ਸਮਾਂ ਨੇੜੇ ਆਇਆ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਕਿ ਦੇਖ ਲਈ ਦਰਸ਼ਨ ਅੱਛੀ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਕਰ ਲੈ ਔਰ ਆਪਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਹੀ ਦਰਸ਼ਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਬਿਠਾ ਲੈ ਆਉਂਦੇ ਮਹੀਨੇ ਮੈਂ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਮਿਲੂੰਗਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਇਹ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਦੀ ਦਿਆ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਆ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਤੁਹਾਨੂੰ ਵਾਰ-ਵਾਰ 
ਉਹ ਸਾਵਣ ਕਰਪਾਲ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਮਿਲਣ ਦਾ ਮੌਕਾ ਦਿੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਭਜਨ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਕਰਨ ਦਾ ਮੌਕਾ ਦਿੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਦੀ ਕਦਰ ਕਰੋ ਪਿਆਰਿਓ ਇਸ ਸਰੂਪ ਨੂੰ ਆਪਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਬਿਠਾ ਲਓ ਇਦੋਂ ਵੱਧ ਚੰਗਾ ਮੌਕਾ ਸੁਹਾਵਣਾ ਮੌਕਾ ਫੇਰ ਨਹੀਂ ਮਿਲੇਗਾ ਜੋ ਖੁੱਲੇ ਦਿਲ ਨਾਲ ਪ੍ਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਸਾਵਣ ਕਰਪਾਲ ਨੇ ਤੁਹਾਨੂੰ ਸਭ ਨੂੰ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਹੈ देयर वाज अ डियर वन ਆਹ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਹੂ ਯੂਜ਼ ਟੂ ਗੋ ਟੂ ਹੈਵ ਹਿਸ ਦਰਸ਼ਨ ਵਨਸ ਏਵਰੀ ਮੰਥ ਵਨਸ ਵੈਨ ਹਿਸ ਟਾਈਮ ਕੇਮ ਨੀਅਰ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਟੋਲਡ ਹਿਮ ਦੈਟ ਡੀਅਰ ਵਨ ਯੂ ਸ਼ੁੱਡ ਹੈਵ ਦ ਦਰਸ਼ਨ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ in abundance and dwell this form of the master within you because next month i will not be able to meet you so it was his grace that he made him realize that he should have the darshan of the master <coughs> so dear ones in the same way this is also the grace of lord savan and kripal that he gives us so many opportunities to meet with each other again and again he is bringing you here again and again and again he is making me meet you and again and again he is giving us the opportunity is to do the meditation to do the bhajan and simran we will not get this blessed opportunities again we will not get such grace again so whatever time we have got we should always appreciate it appreciate these trips appreciate this opportunity and dwell the form of the master within and do the bhajan and simran wholeheartedly tuhanu hindustan di shadkan da pata hi hai phir khash karke jis ilake ch main reh rahe hain ਉਥੋਂ ਦੀ ਛੜਕਾਂ ਦਾ ਵੀ ਪਤਾ ਹੀ ਹੈ ਮੈਂ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਇਹ ਬੁੱਢਾ ਸ਼ਰੀਰ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਤੁਹਾਡੇ ਕੋਲੇ ਨਿਰਸਵਾਰਥ ਸੇਵਾ ਕਰਨ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਆਉਣਾ ਹੈ ਇਹਦੀ ਕਦਰ ਕਰੋ ਮੇਰੀ ਇਹੀ ਆਸ਼ਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਇਹ ਕਿਵੇਂ ਨਾ ਕਿਵੇਂ ਭੁੱਲੜ ਆਤਮਾ ਆਪਦੇ ਘਰ ਨੂੰ ਤੁਰ ਪੈਣ ਆਪਦੇ ਜੀਵਨ ਨੂੰ ਸਵਾਰ ਲੈਣ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਉਨੀ ਖੁਸ਼ੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਜਿੰਦਗੀ ਦੀ ਵੱਧ ਤੋਂ ਵੱਧ ਜਦ ਕੋਈ ਪ੍ਰੇਮੀ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਦਰਸ਼ਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਆ ਕੇ ਆਪਦਾ ਅੱਛਾ ਅਭਿਆਸ ਦੱਸਦਾ ਹੈ ਅੱਛਾ ਤਜਰਬਾ ਦੱਸਦਾ ਹੈ you know how the roads in india are and especially the place where i live rajasthan the roads are terrible over there but still in this old age carrying this old body you know that with how much difficulty i make this journey i travel from so far and i come here so i appreciate my coming here I appreciate the time which we spent here my wish is only this that you may start walking on the path back to your real home my wish is that you may wake up and you may do your bhajan and simran when the dear ones come and tell me about their experiences in the darshan that gives me the immense pleasure pyare bachcho main zindagi ch kariya hai main jyada bhukh pyaas kati hui hai mainu pata hai jis karke mera sharir jyada kamzor hai dear once i have done the meditation in my life i have suffered a great amount of hunger and thirst i know that what is the reason that my body is so much weak pareo aje vi main khana jehda chhaddya chhaddi rakhya hai meri jagah kat gayi hai khane wali aje vi main khana oh pura nahi kha sakda tusi dekh lo jad koi khana pura nahi kha sakda koi phal fruit pura nahi kha sakda ga ਮਾਲਕ ਦੇ ਸਹਾਰੇ ਹੀ ਜ਼ਿੰਦਗੀ ਚੱਲਦੀ ਹੈ since i had given up eating the food for a very long time that is why the place or the food intake has been reduced and still i am not able to eat that much and you know that when you do not when you cannot eat in a food when you cannot eat in a fruit and the other things then 
the life goes on or the life is supported only on the support of lord almighty mera inna kuch kehan da bhav itna hi hai ki eh sachcha rishta hai sab santan ne ehi kaha aapde guru nu tu hi meri mata hai tu hi mera pita hai bhain hai prata hai ਜਦੋਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਹਰ ਪਾਸੋਂ ਪਿਆਰ ਨੂੰ ਕੱਢ ਕੇ ਇੱਕ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਲ ਲਾ ਲੈਨੇ ਹੈ ਪਿਆਰਿਓ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਵੀ ਚਾਹੀਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਬੜੇ ਹੀ ਵਕਤ ਟਪਾ ਚੁੱਕੇ ਹੈ ਹੁਣ ਵਕਤ ਹੈ ਕਦਰ ਕਰਨ ਦੀ ਜਾਗਣ ਦੀ ਹੁਣ ਸੌਣ ਦਾ ਟਾਈਮ ਨਹੀਂਗਾ ਜਾਗ ਕੇ ਆਪਦਾ ਕੰਮ ਬਣਾ ਲਓ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਭਜਨ ਪਹਿਲ ਦਿਓ ਦੂਜੇ ਕੰਮਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਮਗਰੋ ਕਰੋ ਦ ਮੀਨਿੰਗ ਆਫ ਸੇਇੰਗ ਆਲ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਥੈਟ ਥਿਸ ਰਿਲੇਸ਼ਨਸ਼ਿਪ ਇਜ਼ very solid it will never break and this is the reason all the masters all the saints have said all the masters have called their master as they have said that you are my mother you are my father you are my, you are my brother you are my friend you are my everything so dear ones this is an unbreakable relationship and you should appreciate this now there is no time to sleep this is the time to wake up so appreciate this time and make use make the best use of this time mera eh matlab na lyo ke assi karan de jo karobar ohna nu hi chhad deiye ya putra tiyan nu assi bulaiye na ya pati patni de rishte nu assi chhad jaiye nahi pyare andro sanyas sanyasi bano oh jagah pahuncho jithe ja ke saadiyan saariyan aasha trisna sun ho jandiyan han parmatma hi parmatma reh janda hai do not misunderstand my words don't think that i am saying that give up your relationship with your wives or with your husband or give up your homes or give up your families i don't mean to say that what i mean to say is that you should become the sanyasis you should become detached from all these things from your within you should do your meditation so much so that you may go within and reach at that place after reaching where all the desires come to an end ਸੋ ਮੈਂ ਆਸ਼ਾ ਕਰਦਾ ਹਾਂ ਸਾਰੇ ਪ੍ਰੇਮੀਆਂ ਨੂੰ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਕਰਪਾਲ ਦਾ ਵਾਕ ਨੂੰ ਯਾਦ ਦਿਲਾਉਣਾ ਚਾਹੁੰਦਾ ਹਾਂ ਕਿ ਸੌ ਕੰਮ ਛੱਡ ਕੇ ਸਤਸੰਗ ਵਿੱਚ ਜਾਓ ਹਜ਼ਾਰ ਕੰਮ ਛੱਡ ਕੇ ਅਭਿਆਸ ਅੰਦਰ ਬੈਠ ਜਾਓ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਚਿਕਰ ਤਨ ਨੂੰ ਖਰਾਕ ਨਾ ਦਿਓ ਜਿੰਨਾ ਚਿਕਰ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਆਪਦੀ ਆਤਮਾ ਨੂੰ ਖਰਾਕ ਨਹੀਂ ਦੇ ਲੈਂਦੇ ਤਨ ਦੀ ਖਰਾਕ ਅਨ ਹੈ ਆਤਮਾ ਦੀ ਖਰਾਕ ਭਜਨ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਹੈ ਆਈ ਵੁਡ ਲਾਈਕ ਟੂ ਰਿਮਾਈਂਡ ਆਲ ਦਿ ਡਿਵਰਸ ਦ ਵਰਡਸ ਆਫ ਬਿਲਵਰਡ ਲਾਰਡ ਕ੍ਰਿਪਾਲ ਹੀ ਯੂਜ਼ ਟੂ ਸੇ ਥੈਟ ਕੀਪ ਅਪ ਹੰਡਰਡਸ ਆਫ ਇੰਪੋਰਟੈਂਟ ਵਰਕਸ ਟੂ ਅਟੈਂਡ ਦ ਸਤਸੰਗ ਐਂਡ ਗਿਵ ਅਪ ਥਾਊਜ਼ੈਂਡਸ ਆਫ ਇੰਪੋਰਟੈਂਟ ਵਰਕਸ ਐਂਡ ਸਿਟ ਫॉर ਦ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਆਲਸੋ ਯੂਜ਼ ਟੂ ਸੇ ਥੈਟ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਫੀਡ ਯਰ ਬੋਡੀ ਅੰਟਿਲ ਯੂ ਹੈਵ ਫੈਡ ਯਰ ਸੋਲ ਦ ਫੂਡ ਫॉर ਆਵਰ ਬੋਡੀ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਫੂਡ ਵਿਚ ਵੀ ਈਟ ਬਟ ਦ ਫੂਡ ਫॉर ਆਵਰ ਸੋਲ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਹਾਂ ਬਈ ਮੈਂ ਆਪਦੀ ਸਭ ਪ੍ਰੇਮੀਆਂ ਦੀ ਵਾਪਸੀ ਯਾਤਰਾ ਦੀ ਸ਼ੁਭ ਕਾਮਨਾ ਕਰਦਾ ਹਾਂ ਮੈਂ ਆਸ਼ਾ ਕਰਦਾ ਹਾਂ ਆਪ ਰਾਜੀ ਖੁਸ਼ੀ ਆਪਣੇ ਪਰਿਵਾਰਾਂ ਵਿੱਚ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਮੇਰਾ ਵੀ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਪਿਆਰ ਦਿਓ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਉਤਨੇ ਹੀ ਪਿਆਰੇ ਹੈ ਜਿਤਨੇ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਪਿਆਰੇ ਹੋ ਆਪੋ ਆਪਣੇ ਕਾਰੋਬਾਰ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਜੋ ਛੱਡ ਕੇ ਆਏ ਹੋ ਉਹ ਵੀ ਕਰੋ ਪਰ ਆਪਣਾ ਭਜਨ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਵੀ ਰੋਜ਼ ਰੋਜ਼ ਕਰੋ ਡੈਰੀ ਜ਼ਰੂਰ ਰੱਖੋ ਆਈ ਵੀ ਡੈਰੀ ਬਾਰੇ ਮੈਂ ਦੱਸਦਾ ਹੁੰਨਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਪਿਆਰੇ ਡੈਰੀ ਇਹਨੂੰ ਰਸਮ ਔਰ ਰਵਾਜ ਨਾ ਬਣਾਓ ਵੀ ਰੋਜ਼ ਰੋਜ਼ ਉਹੀ ਗਲਤੀਆਂ ਹੁੰਦੀਆਂ ਜਾਣ ਮੈਂ ਦੱਸਦਾ ਹੁੰਨਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਪਿਆਰਿਓ ਜੋ ਗਲਤੀ 
ਅੱਜ ਹੋ ਗਈ ਉਹ ਫੇਰ ਨਾ ਹੋਵੇ ਇੱਕ ਗਲਤੀ ਹੀ ਜ਼ਿੰਦਗੀ ਨੂੰ ਸਾਰੇ ਨੂੰ ਖੁਸ਼ ਕਰ ਦਿੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਅਸੀਂ ਵਾਰੀ-ਵਾਰੀ ਗਲਤੀਆਂ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਦੇਖ ਲਓ ਕਿੰਨੀ ਖੁਸ਼ਕੀ ਆ ਜਾਏਗੀ ਕਿੰਨੀ ਆਤਮਾ ਤੇ ਮੈਲ ਚੜੇਗੀ ਆਈ ਵਿਸ਼ ਆਲ ਦ ਡੀਅਰ ਵਨਸ ਆਲ ਦ ਬੈਸਟ ਫਾਰ देयर ਰਿਟਰਨ ਜਰਨੀ ਆਈ ਹੋਪ ਐਂਡ ਪ੍ਰੇ ਥੈਟ ਆਲ ਆਫ ਯੂ ਮੇ ਰਿਟਰਨ ਟੂ ਯਰ ਹੋਮਸ ਸੇਫਲੀ ਐਂਡ ਹੈਪੀਲੀ ਵੈਨ ਯੂ ਗੋ ਬੈਕ ਟੂ ਯਰ ਹੋਮਸ ਪਲੀਜ਼ ਕਨਵੇ ਮਾਈ ਮਚ ਮਚ ਲਵ ਟੂ ਦ ਡੀਅਰ ਵਨਸ ਆਲ ਦ ਫੈਮਿਲੀ ਮੈਂਬਰਸ because they are also as dear to me as you are so please convey my love to all the dear ones and all the family members over there and the works the jobs which you had left for coming here i hope that you will get back on those works on those jobs and you will attend to the worldly responsibilities also <coughs> which you have got and along with that i hope that you will do your bhajan and simran regularly and wholeheartedly and will attend the satsang and also you should keep the diary you must keep the diary regarding the diary i always say that you should not make the filling of the diary as a right and ritual once you have written down a mistake once you have noted down that you have made this fault you have made that mistake you should not repeat that again because as i have often said that one even one sin even one mistake which we make makes our life very dry so if we go on repeating the mistakes if you go on filling up the diary forms with all the mistakes just imagine that how much dryness will be created in, in our within in our soul and how much dirt of the karmas our soul will accumulate so that is why when you fill up the diary whenever you realize that you have made a mistake do not repeat it again and make your life pure okay now we will give out the prashad Our closing bhajan is a bhajan of Guru Nanak's <clears throat> Bhave Laka Laka Tirata on page 148. No matter if you bathe in thousands of places of pilgrimage, you will still not be liberated without satsang. The pilgrims go to bathe, but their minds are deceivers and their bodies are thieves. By way, bathing, one dirt is removed, the outer but more are added egoism the squash body is washed from outside but within is a powerful poison sadhus who have not bathed are better than the thieves who remain thieves even after bathing a lot no matter if you bathe in thousands of places of pilgrimage you will still not be liberated without satsang a bhajan of guru nanak's on page 148 ਪਾਵੇ ਲਖ ਲਖ ਤੀਰਤ ਨਾਲੇ ਤੇਰੀ ਮੁਕਤੀ ਨਾ ਹੋਣੀ ਸਤ ਸੰਗਤ ਬਿਨਾ ਤੇਰੀ ਮੁਕਤੀ ਨਾ ਹੋਣੀ ਸਤ ਸੰਗਤ ਬਿਨਾ ਨਾਵਨ ਚਾਲੇ ਤੀਰਤੀ ਨਾਵਨ ਚਾਲੇ ਤੀਰਤੀ ਮਨ ਕੋਤੇ ਤਨ ਚੋਰਾ ਤੇਰੀ ਮੁਕਤੀ ਨਾ ਹੋਣੀ ਸਤ ਸੰਗਤ ਬਿਨਾ ਮੁਕਤੀ ਨਾ ਹੋਣੀ ਸਤ ਸੰਗਤ ਬਿਨਾ ਪਾਵੇ ਲਖ ਲਖ ਤੀਰਤ ਨਾਲੇ 
तेरी मुक्ति न होनी सत संगत बिना तेरी मुक्ति न होनी सत संगत बिना एक बोलाती नातिया एक बोलाती नातिया दो बोचद गाय होरा तेरी मुक्ति न होनी सत संगत बिना तेरी मुक्ति न होनी सत संगत बिना पावे लक लक तीरत नाले तेरी मुक्ति न होनी सत संगत बिना तेरी मुक्ति न होनी सत संगत बिना पारों दोती तुम बड़ी पारों दोती तुम बड़ी अंदर विषन कोरा तेरी मुक्ति न होनी सत संगत बिना तेरी मुक्ति न होनी सत संगत बिना पावे लक लक तीरत नाले तेरी मुक्ति न होनी सत संगत बिना तेरी मुक्ति न होनी सत संगत बिना सद बाले आनातिया सद बाले आनातिया सद बाले आनातिया चोर से चोर चोरा तेरी मुक्ति न होनी सत संगत बिना तेरी मुक्ति न होनी सत संगत बिना पावे लक लक तीरत नाले तेरी मुक्ति न होनी सत संगत बिना तेरी मुक्ति न होनी सत संगत बिना No matter if you bathe in thousands of places of pilgrimage you will still not be liberated without satsang may god continue to bless us all